0: The number one killer of pregnant women is homicide. Not medical complications, not heart failure when in labor, homicide. Today's story is a tale of how sometimes just below a happy surface is a perilous pit of secrets. Sometimes justice is less than fair and sometimes the devil can look handsome. This case was large in the media circus. The facts we will attempt to cover are peculiar and unknown.
1: Grab me some more phones, (laughs) dude. Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. Jake
2: looks like he's about to start an IT startup. (laughs) (laughs) Clinton looks like the guy doing all the
1: work. (laughs) (laughs) Carter. You look like you were gonna dude. Don't even, don't even I know.
0: In another life I think we would all be like animals. <laughs> Bear girls? No, no, I
1: thought I was making fun of you.
0: Do what? Let's fight.
1: I'd kick the shit out of you, Jake. I don't think
0: you would. You? I don't think so. Oh
1: dude, I'm Jake, I'm I like I'm so glad I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I like you, dude. In a confined space, in an open area, you'd have a shot. Because you could hit me and run away. But dude, in a confined space. I'd go fucking Super Saiyan on you, dude. But Jake, Oops. if you don't finish me in like the first four and a half minutes. Man, don't say that. You're fucked. <laughs> you're
2: fucked, man. I'll kill like Jake. A, something else in this fight. Jake,
1: where does this cord go to?
0: It goes down here. It's really long, but it goes straight here. This is weird. Do you want me to put it up here?
1: Will fuck you up? No. Yeah, do that.
0: God, why would you even want it down there? I'm just trying to get them all out of the way. you really
1: rubbing it on your dick, aren't you?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You put it in my ass.
1: You know who would fuck you up? Carter. I think Carter would fuck you up too. I mean, you
0: think Carter would beat me up. Yeah. Oh, I think,
1: dude, I think Carter might be able to fuck me up too. Like the karate shit. And he's so big, dude. Cause Carter's like not like a foot
0: on you. Like, it's tree. not just
1: that. It's not just that he's in a little bit better shape. And he also did that karate shit. Yeah. You
0: know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Carter might be able to fuck somebody up.
0: I, leave my nunchuck
2: too?
1: I don't think I did Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've noticed. Did you, do you, are, you lo- are they missing? No, I don't, know. I, don't know. I don't know. Oh, they might be here. They're probably wherever the fucking smelling salts are.
2: What a fine that would be! <laughs> not jacked smelling salts. It would be
3: good.
1: guy. It's <laughs> a good. Yeah. Can I get another? Oh, Sam my... Adams? Oh. Yeah, I'll get an auger pop too. <laughs> I forgot I have it. Cool. He's gonna leak all over the fucking yard.
0: I'll be leaking all over your yard. You got ants in here, in your god.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
3: It
0: was the slowest fucking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh! How did I not expect that?
2: <laughs> I thought you saw me pour it in there. No, I was gonna offer it to Clinton. You went, I'll take it. I
1: was like, okay, I, I'd love to have some. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? We've mentioned the band The Fray in like three episodes. You have, yeah. We we're talking about The Fray. I don't know why. I'm Woo! The Fray. Really? Yeah. Where? Uh Portland. Was it cool? It was all right. Dude, the are <laughs> are okay. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Are you fucking around? <laughs> Carter, I'm going to wear- American aware. author's open for him. <laughs> Have I showed you that picture? It's fucking hilarious. Oh, you in the crowd? That's what you were at? Yeah. That's so funny.
0: Okay, I think our level should be good. I think our level should be good.
1: Fuck. We just started I'm. Are you guys sweating? Dude, yeah. I'm sweating too. Yeah. Let's just be men though, right? pages, dude. Did just, you bring the tam-
0: tambourine? No. I didn't have time to get one. You have a tambourine? I was going to buy one. I so have you, one. You have a tambourine? No. <laughs> Why are you so excited? Because I just think it
2: would be funny.
1: I can get a can full of screws.
2: Just We're like, what instrument will Clinton know how to play?
1: All right. All right. It's Goochers Season 2, Episode 3. And before we get started, I want to say follow us on Instagram at Guchers Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Gucci's Podcast and email us scary stories, drink ideas, or user-submitted stories that we read at the end of every episode at Gucci's Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Clint.
0: I'm Jake. Carter. Kata. Carter's in
1: the Kata's fucking bit. house, baby! <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude! Just like the prophets foretold, Hot Girl Summer, we're, he's just taking a break from it. Hot Girl Summer's going to have to continue till things cool down a little bit and he doesn't have to worry about being in a G-string so much. And But anyway, things are going to chill out. We're going to see Carter a little bit more. But... He's gonna he's stepping in for these big episodes. This is a badass episode. I did so much fucking research. Yeah. Dude, a guilty man might be sent to death. Bum, bum, bum. Maybe. We'll so, yeah. talk about it. So we're covering We're not talking about
2: Clinton eating the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> that...
1: Dude, I'm not innocent, man. I did that shit. Oh, so... we know.
2: <laughs> he helped her look.
1: <laughs> so we're talking about the the disappearance of Lacey Peterson and Scott Peterson. This is gonna be a really heavy episode. There's going to be some graphic detail in it, so please think about that before you listen to us. Um, we're Just not to gonna- be
0: clear, it's the disappearance of Lacey Peterson. What did I say? Yeah, and you said and Scott Peterson.
1: Oh. I he didn't that. disappear. Well,
0: I wish we would. know where he is.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's in jail. So uh, before we get started, we have a shitload of references. I'm going to run through them real quick. Uh, Shelter from the Storm statistics on abuse, January 4th of 2005, um, Dateline NBC article that was... It's really just a publishing of a Mount Lauer interview that he did. Um, Blood and Seawater by Nick Vanderleek. You can Nick Vanderleek this dick. <laughs> and, uh, ScottPetersonAppeal.org, a website his family funds that talks about him being innocent. low little bias. The truth about Lacey and Scott Peterson's relationship. And that was just from a Grunge article that I pulled from. Um, and then uh, – oh, I'm sorry. That was not – Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> no I'm way. sorry. Yes, it was by Andrea yeah, yeah, Simon. That's my bad. And then uh, Alexandra. What I say?
0: Andrea. Fuck yeah.
1: Listen, Alexandra. Fuck you! Listen, Alexandra,
0: son of a bitch. Simon.
1: Wow. Carter's already sick of being back. And then a book I read. It's from one of his defense attorneys who helped write it. It's presumed guilty by Matt Dalton. You know I, he's related to Matt Damon. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And his parents just named him the same first name. Yeah, they just switched up the last name. It's kind wow. Cool. wow, that's crazy. So, uh
2: my nipples are coping. fucking trying to find some fresh air in this garage. Yeah, oh, it's We're, so hot. We
1: just started. Bol- what? What temperature do you think it is outside right now? You know, Jake doesn't have any pubes. Eighty-eight. 88 88? yeah maybe a little baby y'all? i bet
0: it's hotter in here than
1: 88. oh yeah because we're all in here and I we feel have... like
2: we're in like one of those like barbie doll ovens that like are just hot enough to kind of cook some food that like they would give kids yeah you'll get simonella
1: from that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <you> can... <laughs> dude yeah we have and plus we have all these blankets up and three guys in here getting sweaty <sighs> so modesta california <laughs> dude carter just poured tito's in here and it's like a second bottle of fucking tito's in my empty can, truly, dude, <laughs> it's filled halfway with Tito's. <laughs> you think you're gonna trick
2: me? Do you Do you remember the monstrous night when we fill when we pulled out the gin? Oh. Oh, oh,
1: dude, the new Amsterdam gin, and we got absolutely
2: <laughs> uh, fucked God. up, dude. What we you- we looked over and we like because that was we were doing a two part or we we're doing two episodes, yeah. yeah. And we I looked over at one point, just like hazy. And I was like, the gin's gone.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Dude, we got fucked up. Then. I don't even remember <laughs> what the episode was. Was that we- Weiss Hame? Was that Weiss Cham? Cham? It might no. have been. No, because
0: oh. that was our Halloween. I don't know what it was.
1: I don't know. We were fucking housed. Dude, <laughs> do, you want to, do you want some of this before I drink from it? No.
2: Fuck, I don't want your to drink We like to drink with Clinton because Clinton is our mate. And when we drink with Clinton, he downs us drinking. eight,
1: seven, six, five, four, four, three. Two. Dude, oh. you want me to just do that? That's probably like four shots in there. I'm not going to do that. Nope. Fingernail polish remover. No, I do like TS. You've had worse than you. Oh, my God. I have a way worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. What's his name, Randy? No, you fuck you guys. No, I mean, I've drank shitty beer. Who's Randy, Clot? Who's Randy? The mother of my child. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? So, uh, Modesto... <laughs> Modesto, California. So I'm just going to run through a couple, a couple of quick facts that will help bring you up to speed. So Lacey Denise Rocco was born in 1975. Parents were Sharon and Dennis. Her parents split up when she was young. Her mother got remarried to a dairy farmer. So Lacey grew up on a farm. She had an older brother named Brent and a younger stepsister named Amy. Lacey was a cheerleader and studied horticulture at California Polytech Institute in San Luis Obispo. Are we even going to talk
2: about the fact that her dad's name is Dennis? Dennis. And her menace? name is Denise. And her middle name is Denise. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Denise.
1: D. Nice. So. T. Mothy.
2: Present.
1: Present. Can I get out of here? I gotta go pick up my daughter. <laughs> You're excused. Scott Lee Peterson was born in 1972 in San Diego, California, to Lee Arthur Peterson, who owned a crate packaging company. That sounds fake as fuck. Who is, dude, who is he? Donkey Kong from the first fucking video game? He owned a, he owned a crate packaging company. Donkey Kong was his number one buyer. <laughs> He's throwing him at Mario as he goes up the ladder. So, a great
0: customer. <laughs> you just see Lee in the back. Can I donkey? pay you
1: in gold coins? Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> so he was also born to Jackie Helen Latham, who owned a boutique called The Put-On. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, dude. Are you think of The Put-Out? <laughs> the Put-Out's what you get at the fifth day if Carter's feeling froggy. That's something that like, Clinton hears a lot from his ladies. Will you put that back on? <laughs> <laughs> I always do because I'm a gentleman. So Lee and Jackie had six children from other relationships. No hate, modern family. And so Scott started playing golf early. By 14, he could beat his dad in a round of golf. Scott dreamed of being as good as Phil Milk. <laughs> Phil Mickelson. I don't watch. Fuck, what's it's his name? It's Mickelson. Yeah. Mikkel- you don't know how to say that. If you didn't know that, you wouldn't. You don't know who fucking Phil Mickelson is. I know who he is? is, but I can't pronounce his name. Phil <laughs> Mickelson, a high school teammate. He also wanted to be able to cheat on his wife as good as Tiger Woods did. I'm sorry. Both Scott and Phil went to ASU, but Phil made Scott look like shit, so Scott transferred to Cali Polytech. Chris Couch, another golfer, told his dad that Scott took him out to meet girls and got him wasted. Mr. Couch called the coach and got Scott kicked off the team. Scott had majored in agricultural business. His teachers said he was a good kid. Yo, can you imagine your biggest complaint being about a guy like, hey, he tried to get me to meet a girl. What's your fucking problem, man? He's in college. Let him get drunk. Yeah, you got
0: him. I said, feel like maybe he was doing something worse, though. Uh, I th- well, at the time, the
1: other kid, that couch guy, was like the number one junior player in America, and his dad was worried he was going to fuck up his chance to retire early, probably. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's prob- I mean, I'm being honest. Like That's probably why he fucking called. Couch or Phil Mickelson? Uh, couch was the junior oh, really? number one. Ro- yeah, at the time. Dude, you're taking Jet... Jake, Jake wore a complete outfit of jean today and he just took off the outside. Now he's wearing a white tee and I can see his nipples, dude. What the fuck? You can see it, dude. Look. Uh, uh. They're red. It's
2: like most normal nipple. I know. I'm
1: just... Dude, they don't know that. They're not listening. Just lie, dude. If, if I could just, just say whatever. see my nipple? I've seen your nipple. Please don't. I thought oh, it would reach down more. You thought your shirt <laughs> collar would reach down your nipple? You think you're wearing a cleavage shirt? <laughs> deep V. Deep V neck. So... Lacey and Scott met in 1995 at a restaurant where Scott worked as a waiter. Lacey thought Scott was handsome, so he had her friend give him her number. Lacey told her mom she met, She this is exactly what she said to her mom, she met her future husband, and that's immediately after meeting Scott. Their first date was a deep sea fishing excursion, and Lacey got seasick. Immediately after getting married, police can prove that Scott had an affair through explicit details that they really haven't released a lot of, But they released that he definitely was, like, fucking around on her, which is terrible.
0: The couple dated for two years, got married, and opened up a sports bar called The Shack, which is also what we call The Garage. No, you misheard me. I said, this place is fucking whack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I just took a big swig of this drink. I forgot it was Tito's. (laughs) I thought it was just a fucking truly, ugh.
0: The restaurant they owned was successful, but they wanted to focus on a family. So in 2000, they sold the restaurant and moved to an upscale neighborhood in Modesto. It was a three-bedroom house, and it was $177,000. Isn't that crazy? This wasn't even that long ago. This is in like That's a scary part of the story.
1: (laughs) 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 The housing prices in (laughs) California.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Lacey was a substitute teacher, and Scotty worked in fertilizer sales. He also made $5,000 a month before taxes. $60,000 in 1999 would be the same buying power of $96,948.98 today. That's yeah. very specific. Dude, that's pretty good money, though, that he was making. Oh, yeah. No, he wasn't hard, making I bad money, dude. Like, No, 100 grand a year. I'm still surprised that it's like upscale neighborhood in Modesto, but like that they could afford to live there. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, hard it's hot, dude.
1: <laughs> Listen, do you guys want to take a break after the end of this page?
0: Yeah. Okay. Lacey's previous longtime high school sweetheart was Kent Gain. Later in life, Kent would shoot his girlfriend in the back and be sentenced to 15 years in prison. Gain was her only serious boyfriend before Scott. Dude, can you imagine both of your boyfriends had killed
1: their wife? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's fucking insane, dude. That's really weird. Yeah.
2: I don't want to say anything, but look at your choices and like...
1: Oh, for sure. Oh, I see what you're saying, dude. Both of Carter's girlfriend had room temperature IQs. I can't... 15 years? that She must
0: not have died then, huh?
1: Yeah, she didn't die. In November 2002, Lacey was seven months pregnant and Jake was failing fourth grade gym. At this time, a friend introduced Scott to a massage therapist named Amber Frey, Scott told Amber he was single and the two began a brief as hell relationship.
2: Amber lived in Fresno and Scott lived an hour and 25 minutes away in Modesto. While in Fresno, on their first date, he asked if they could stop by his hotel room so he could freshen up before going to dinner. As soon as they got to his hotel room, homeboy had hella flowers, champagne, and chocolate strawberries. Amber was super impressed. They did the horizontal hustle on the first date. No judgment here, Puritans. This is how Clinton got me back to the podcast, too. Same story. (laughs) (laughs) I was not impressed. Amber had an affair with a married man and became pregnant. The father immediately bailed on her like a piece of shit. So when she met Scott, she had a two-year-old. In December 2002, Lacey saw her mom, Amy, for what would be the last time. Scott told Amy the next day he was going to be playing golf. Scott told several people he would be playing golf the next day.
1: That's a little all over the place. I'm sorry, guys. Were you trying to reach like the word limit no. <laughs> on your college
2: essay? Sorry. <laughs> I just typed this
1: really quick, dude. I'm bad. All right, at eight forty, at eight forty a.m., Lacey was doing some online shopping, looking at a red scarf on the Gap's website. <laughs> dude, J- Carter shops at the Gap. So Can you imagine eight a.m. I got to shop at Gap, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was also looking at uh, at a sunflower umbrella. During this time, Scott was in the shower. Scott said the last time he saw his wife was about 9.30 a.m. the morning of December 24th, Christmas Eve. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Yes, it was. Scott said he left to go fishing at the Berkeley Marina. When he left their home, Lacey was watching Martha Stewart preparing to make lemon meringue cookies. Lacey was going to mop the floor and walk the dog at a park close by. Later that morning, a female neighbor of the Petersons says she found the Petersons' dog, a golden retriever named Mackenzie, (laughs) <laughs> Mackenzie is either a name of a girl that's preppy and mean in your class or the name of like an alcoholic Irishman who's awesome. Hey, I'm Mackenzie. You know what I mean? That's what you <laughs> fucking Anyway, so, uh, that just, but it's kind of a weird name because it's human as hell for a dog. Anyway, um, golden retriever named Mackenzie and returned him to the Peterson's backyard between 10.10 10 and 10.17 10, a.m. About a half hour later, shortly after 10, at 10.45 10 a.m., another neighbor named Mike Chivietta said he found McKenzie wandering the neighborhood with a muddy leash and also returned him to the Peterson's yard. This one's happened to Clinton.
0: (laughs) Dude, why the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> Why would they just put the dog back in the yard and not like knock on the door? Or well, he might have thought he just off.
1: got out. Was just yeah, I, I
0: would have off. probably done that. Yeah, but when you take the leash off,
1: uh, yeah, if, like, with the leash, leash,
2: with the leash is what makes. I it can weird. promise you though, yeah. I'm the type of guy who'd be like,
0: not my fucking problem. <laughs> 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 I've taken dogs back to neighbors and just knocked on their door and like, hey, your dog got out. Because what if there's like mm. a problem in the fence that they don't know about?
2: No, and they just get hurt? I told you about me getting bit, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. <laughs> no, never fucking dude, again, dude. This. I'm leaving her on the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell the story real quick so people don't think you're an asshole.
2: No. This is no. Okay. I'm an asshole on the story. It's <laughs> yeah, not going to help the people dude, don't think
1: one, it. There was this time this girl had me house at her house while she was out of town. And she's like, I only met her dog a couple times. She's like, he's cool, but he's deaf and partially blind. So, like, don't surprise them. Dude, I remember going to her house, like, where the fuck is he? Like, I was so scared, dude. And he was in the backyard. and I was like, fuck dude like if I surprise him, he's gonna kill me dude so I just like pour just enough food and I fucking ran out of the door dude and as I shut the door I heard him like like, like ah!
2: dude when I was 17 Jesus. once I had to watch one of my I was working in a steakhouse and there was like an older server and she asked me to watch her dog and I was like yeah sure I'll do it I get there and I like pick up the dog and she's like yeah my dog is 15 I'm like this dog is fucking old and it's a big dog too. So I like have to lift it into my car. I'm like, this is going to be a pain in the ass all fucking weekend. I am so excited to get this like puppy year, you know? And I'm like, all right. And so I'm like taking it down to the river by where I live. It trips and eats shit down the stairs. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh my God, he broke a hip and he got up. I was like, I was like, oh, thank God. And I, I like bring him down to the water. The motherfucker gets in And just looks at me and he's stuck. I'm like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And he's just looking at me. I'm like, come on. He's like, he literally was stuck in mud in the water, like chest high. And I was like wearing new shoes and shit. I was like, you fucking son of a bitch. I'm going to let you float down this goddamn river. (laughs) And I took off my shoes and socks. I had to go in the water and pick his ass up out of the water and carry him. He died three weeks later. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Wow. I, I gave P. him a good visit. I gave him a good last, you know. What was his name? Do you remember? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, I would have to look. I bet I could find it. Um, But I thought about it for a long time. I was like, I really hope that fall did not contribute to the <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that three weeks, like, that was pretty quick. That was a rough fall, too. It wasn't just like he stumbled. It was like. Down a couple stairs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I uh, felt so fucking bad. It was the awful scene.
1: Steep decline. Anyway, read, um, where were we? Okay. Peterson said he
2: returned home in then afternoon to find it empty. Peterson found Mackenzie in their backyard and Lacey's 1996 Land Rover Discovery SE was in the driveway. Can't we just say her car was in the driveway? No, dude. It's important that it's a Land Rover. He showered and washed his clothes because he got wet from fishing. He also claimed to be worried about having clothes with chemical near the baby. When leaving, Scott said good morning to his neighbor while loading large umbrellas into the bed of his truck. He was storing these umbrellas at his warehouse.
1: So wait, let me back up. I think Who's lo- what baby? Let me look. Uh, so.
0: The seven month sc- pregnant. Baby. Yeah. Uh, when, okay. when
1: Scott came home from fishing, the first thing he does is take off all of his clothes, put them in the washer. And wash them, and they're like, that's kind of a weird behavior for a man. He's like, what? Yeah. he's like, he's like, I was yeah. worried about that's it. Weird behavior. He's like, I was, I was fishing, and I worked with chemicals, and I wanted around the baby, but that's kind of odd. It's weird behavior <laughs> for a man. <laughs> so Scott estimates he left between 9:30 and 10:30 a.m. He drove to his warehouse nine minutes away. He called his own phone to check the voicemail at 10:08 a.m. His work computer shows he was logged in and sending emails from ten thirty a.m. to ten fifty six a.m. His browser history also shows him looking up instruction on how to assemble a tool that UPS had just delivered that day, and records do show that the package was delivered that day.
2: From ten fifty seven a.m. to eleven seventeen a.m., Scott claims he was assembling the tool and uh, he was cleaning up the office a bit. So peculiar that this was all just playing out. He's like, "Officer, at ten fifty seven a.m." He's like checking his notes and shit. (laughs) What did I write down? 11 to to 11.17 a.m., Scott claims he was assembling the tool and that he was cleaning up his office a bit. He claimed to cut his finger while moving some tools. This was later corroborated by a single drop of blood belonging to Scott found in his truck cab. It is notable that in Scott's warehouse, there was no room to pull the truck fully inside. So if
1: he did carry a body, he would not be covered while doing so. So people always say when they're talking about his time frame, they're like, Well, he had 20 minutes to run accounted for. They're like, dude, for him to dispose of his body, he had to do all that email shit, really assemble that tool, and then move a body around, because he couldn't just pull up next right right next to the warehouse where where he could pull in the boat, because the boat was inside the warehouse. He'd have to pick up the body, open up the garage door, put it in the garage, and then close it to have the body inside the warehouse. So I, man, that is like-
0: Wait, what body and what- like, why would the body be in the warehouse right now?
1: Because a lot of people think that that morning Lacey wasn't making meringue cookies. He kills her. And then he says he's moving those umbrellas to put on top of her body. He goes to the warehouse to pick up his bow. A lot of people Did we
0: mention umbrellas? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We mentioned okay. umbrellas. Yeah. He puts umbrellas in the back of his car, but he says he put the umbrellas in the back of his car because he was storing them at the warehouse and he didn't want them in his house because there were big umbrellas. There's like three of them. And then he's like. He's like, but, like, some people will say that he was doing it to hide the body, and then he took the body to the warehouse, put the body in the boat, drove the, bo- the body inside the boat all the way to the marina, and then went fishing and dropped the body into the fucking thing, which went into the bay, which could have happened, dude, but, man, there is a lot of fucking ways people would have caught this fucking guy. And, dude, he did have that single drop of blood in his cab showing he did work on those tools, dude. Otherwise, why would that be that single drop there?
0: Yeah, and he was sending, like, work emails and stuff. And
1: they know he was sending those work emails. And one of the voicemails that he had when he called his voice message, he references in his emails because it was to his boss. Yeah. And then, like, and they know that Lacey was on the computer at 8.40 a.m. in the morning, like, Googling all that shit. Because they looked at their, com- they, didn't, they didn't just look at that one day when they're doing the friends stuff on the computer. They looked at her usage history. and They're like, oh, this girl is always on this computer this, around this time of day. So yeah. it like, like, fuck. A neighbor
2: also Can you imagine if they look through Jake's history? They'd be like, <laughs> oh, holy fuck. It, this guy's not, a, it's 7.30 a.m.
1: Yo, how many feet pics do I up. look at? Yeah. So um, Scott said it was too cold for golfing. So he decided to go fishing. This is one thing that does sound weird. Cause like fishing's going to be colder than fucking golfing, dude. You know what I mean? Like in golfing, you're pulling around those clubs. Like you're getting a little bit of heat, a little bit of sweat going. Drinking. Like in There's fishing, a lot
0: with the fishing, and also he told his wife he was going fishing like first thing in the morning. So did he know already that it was gonna be cold? And also it's winter. Like it's Christmas.
1: But they're in California, dude. Mm, that's but true. they're not like crazy in South California. So it is. It is odd, dude. It is odd. So um, Scott said it was too cold for golfing, so he decided to go fishing. Scott estimated he left at eleven eighteen and drove. About an hour and a half to the Mariana, the Marina. I'm sorry,
2: <laughs> the Mariana Trench.
1: <laughs> Drew, we've been drinking about an hour and a half to the Marina, where a timestamp ticket shows he pulled in at 12:54. His departure time and arrival time are almost perfect, according to estimates on how long the trip should take. Dude, don't waste that Tito's. I'll drink the Tito's in here. <laughs> All right, don't fucking high dose me.
0: And we do know because when you go to like the Marina and stuff, they have a, like a intake ticket. Like you have to get a ticket to be able to pull into the marina. That's so that's how we know exactly what time.
1: Yeah, and being and we'll talk about this a little bit later. He was unprompted when the fucking cops later on asked him where he was. He's like, I was at the marina, and just hands him a ticket. Like he was planning on having that. Like he didn't get they didn't ask him for proof. He's like, Hey, here's this ticket. So Mm. a few maintenance men said they remember laughing at Scott, struggling to back up his boat, using the boat ramp. What a punk ass, dude. You can't back up the boat. Like, fuck. Dude,
0: have you ever went to the dump and tried to back up a trailer? Oh, but the dump start, is like, different. a fucking idiot. But the dump
1: is different because they park right next to your fucking car at our dump, dude. That's different than a... Dude, a bow ramp's like fucking like 20 feet wide.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's
1: different. Dude, no, no, no. I'm not hating on the... Dude, the dump is fucking sketch. And they're all weird angles. It's hot. There's dust everywhere. And there's people just walking around. The dump, I've fucked up at the dump more than once, dog. I've fucked up at the dump where the guy's like hey, I can spot for you. I'm like, hey, I'm okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. Don't talk Clint's to Clint's crying time. in the car. Like, I'm a man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I drove here today. So uh, a few maintenance men were, were- He pulls out his Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a few maintenance men remembered like specifically seeing him. And those maintenance men didn't notice a fucking body in the fucking- He had a small boat. When you just grab a boat- the dude's not in a big ship. He's in a fucking like little like twelve foot aluminum thing.
0: It's a nine foot uh, aluminum boat.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Are we gonna talk about that later? Yeah, we will. Okay. So cell phone, but not. Tell us a little bit more. We don't go crazy deep into it. So his boat. So the Mariana Trench is freshwater. I think it's either oh, fresh.
1: You, mean, you said the Mariana Trench.
0: Oh, did I? You mean oh, the Berkeley Marina? <laughs> yeah, the Berkeley Marina is uh, either freshwater or salt water, and his boat is made. I think it's freshwater, and his boat's made for salt water. So whatever, but his boat was not made for like this type of water. And also the marina is like bigger boats. And this is like a nine foot, like little tiny boat. And it's a pretty far away too. So it's not like, I don't know if that's the closest place. I'm guessing in California, there's places that would be closer.
1: So cell phone records show him leaving the marina 78 minutes after arriving to the marina. So the dude drove an hour and a half there and an hour and a half home over an hour and a half home because he got caught in traffic to be there for 78 minutes. That, that part is a little bit weird, but maybe the fishing is yeah, shit. It's all weird. Maybe he got wet. Dude, maybe maybe he got hungry, dude. You ever been real hungry? You're like, I'm going home. Anyway, so Scott said that as soon as he left, he called Lacey and left her a message. He also called his buddy Greg and his parents. Records show this is all true. The following is a recording of his message to Lacey, and I'll do the impression. Check it out. This is how Carter talks oh, to girls, God. too. Hey, beautiful. I just left you a message at home. It's 2 2.15. I'm leaving Berkeley. I won't be able to get to Vela Farms to get the basket for Papa. I was hoping you would get this message and go on out there. I'll see you in a bit, sweetie. I love you. Bye. Dude, what a fucking, dude, that is sounds, listen, there's a lot of the shit that stinks to high heaven. Dude, how many times do you have a message for your girl? You're like, it's 2.15. I'm driving on I-75. The wind is blowing 12 miles per hour. Like how specific, this guy is obviously establishing an alibi to me. When I look oh, at this, yeah. I'm like. It's 2.15, I'm just leaving Berkeley. Why the fuck would you say that? He's like, hey, babe, call me back, I love you. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, you, you might be like, hey, I'm just leaving. I'll see you in a bit.
1: Dude, Jake used to leave messages for me when we lived together. He'd be like, you left your goddamn underwear in the dryer again, Clint. I'm like, whoa, Jake!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to do his laundry because he was scared of the basement.
1: Yeah, dude, it was a scary basement. you fucking kidding? No, we're no, just I'm fucking not around, kidding. we're just fucking around.
0: I'm not kidding. No, he would do his laundry, but he was scared of the basement. Yeah. Was there any clothes that you're like, ah, Clinton, you got to move this one? (laughs) (laughs) The the jockstrap. Furry (laughs) jockstrap. Scott arrived at the warehouse at 4.15 p.m. He estimates he arrived home between 4.30 and 4.45 p.m. He entered through the side gate where he found their dog, Mackenzie with his leash on. Scott removes the leash and puts it on the patio table. Scott sees their dog, Mackenzie still has her leash on. We just read this. Scott washes his clothes. Did we watch read this already, no, too? No,
1: you're just, it's, it's recapping. There's two different recaps. You'll, it'll make sense in the
0: episode. Okay, Scott washes his clothes because he's been fishing and takes a shower. After getting out of the shower, he sees Lacey's car is in the driveway, but Lacey isn't home. He figures she's out probably helping with Christmas Eve dinner and doesn't worry about it. He grabbed a slice of pizza and a glass of milk, which is fucking weird. That
1: is uh, Carter, that is weird. You <laughs> <laughs> drink so much fucking milk.
0: I fucking love milk. That's, pizza. How, so that's oh, why
1: you're 6'6, dude. dude. That's why you're 6'6. Six, six. I'll
2: drink milk with pizza, Buffalo Wild Wings, Pad Thai, Ask your mom. Um <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I wish milk was like socially acceptable to drink. Oh, places. I like
1: milk. Dude, if I was at a bar and you're like, Give me a tall glass of milk. I'll be like, "Yo, pull the fire alarm. Let's get the fuck
0: out. Of here. <laughs> we got a shooter." <laughs> I don't know why a pizza place would even have milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I
1: wasn't sweating until I took that last thick shot of fucking Tito's, dude. And I'm sweating bullets now, dog. <laughs> fuck, dude, we got half. We have half of this to go. Just we all take a shot. Yeah. I got what's in my fucking can, and this back can was half yeah, we full. We have to of go t- take. We
2: have to take it out with like an actual shot glass. Where do you have shot glass?
1: Just pour it in there. You... Oh,
2: I have little shot cups. Do
1: you want? Oh, I have some shot glasses. You want me to grab them? Yeah, and all three. They're in the house. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna grab all
0: three. Yes. I'm gonna okay. bring.
1: This is all Tito's. This is empty when you filled it. You're fine. No, you a missed shot
0: me. solo cups. Oh no, they're in the jeep. All right, back. I'm gonna get an Uber tonight. Here, you guys. We're thinking re- about re- that through through too. <laughs> he grabbed a slice of pizza yeah. and a glass of milk and went to check their voice messages. One of the messages was from Lacey's stepdad asking Lacey to bring the whipped cream for dinner. We know what that means. This made Scott realize that Lacey was not at his in-laws, so he called Ron and asked if Lacey was there. It was around 5.18, and over the next half hour, Scott would knock on neighbors' doors, call his in-laws twice, and take McKenzie, their dog, to the park to look for Lacey. After his in-laws had no luck calling the hospitals, they called the police at 5.47 p.m. to report Lacey missing. When Lacey went missing, she was seven and a half months pregnant, and she was due in February of 2003. So all of the stuff started happening
2: during Christmas. When the news cycle is so slow, the story blows up. The couple were good-looking in the sold magazines and airwaves, so almost right away Scott's front yard turns into a media frenzy. Modesto police arrived and within 30 minutes found Lacey's sunglasses, wallet, and keys. Police also noticed a phone book was open to a page for an ad for a defense lawyer. Detectives noted that Scott was dead calm and not distraught like the rest of the family. Detective Alan Alan Brockley described Scott's demeanor as a strange combination of polite and arrogant and disaffectedly distant and impatiently irritable. He just didn't seem like a man who was crushed or even greatly disturbed by his wife's disappearance and possible death. Police searched the bay where Scott claims to have went fishing, but they turn up with nothing. Shot, 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 everybody. Clay, you're pouring. This is
1: pure TOC yeah, pouring. Yeah, it it, is, it is, was fucking empty.
0: Not all the way up. Not all, uh,
1: all the way up. Fuck. Jake. Beat he, me up, Scotty. Listen, are you born tough? What? Are you born tough? He's Ford tough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bill Ford tough. All right. You ever drive down the highway? I thought these were all Gucci's glasses,
1: ball. and then I got them, and then one of, two of them say beautiful. This is like beautiful or some shit.
0: This one says booze egg. Oh, sorry.
1: All right, let's... rack them together, Carter. What are you doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, girl, I will see you after I'm done playing Warfare. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I imagine Carter's text sound like. What up? Hi, so we're leaving, so I locked the house door. Is that okay? you have keys?
2: We have one rule. One rule, Stevie. Hmm. We're going to get a fourth glass, and you will join us.
1: Drink through what's right left of this. All right. And you have to say,
2: shot, 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 shot,
1: shot, 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 everybody. Okay, I got you. Not enough to run. I'm gonna have to scoop her up off the floor later, dude. Carter wants you to be blind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone down him. Cheers. Goochers, Goochers. Episode shot, 30, shot. baby. No face, no face reaction. Oh, it's so burning fine. now. It's yeah. burning. I don't have We're just gonna pee outside. Okay. We'll be back. Does anyone need anything from the liquor store? I think we're good. Mm-hmm. You get, can you, you know. get me Toms? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: He's joking. He's... So, can you, you get me Tums? Tums in the back. Yeah, he's just Fantastic. There, but... Was it? Oh, did it burn, Jake? spit on my floor. This is a perfect Bro, garage. the
2: worst things on this floor. Carter's brother.
1: <laughs> That's pretty funny. You look like your mom right now, dude. A lot. Like my mom? Yeah, Do you look just like your mom right now. Except with a beard. <laughs> huh. You should be disappointed. That's the most of the time I saw your mom. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> you were there, I know. <laughs> I can't find it.
1: They thought I was a bad guy, and then really I was the one keeping you from doing hay. It's So fucked up. It pisses me off. Is that gasoline? <laughs> did you? Did you even buy Tito's?
2: No, it was Tito's. Oh,
1: dude,
0: <laughs> it's a Tito's bottle for sure.
1: Fuck. Dude, I drank that whole half- Dude, don't give me any fucking more, Carter. <laughs> half of this was filled with tea. is 12-ounce can. You
2: know it's good when Clint takes his glasses.
1: <laughs> don't fucking worry, dude. It Because I know my vision is so shitty right now. It doesn't even matter if I fucking wear glasses. I'm not going to be able to fucking read. You're fine. I know. <sighs> Why is it so hot in here, dude? Listen, dude. It's not even hot outside. Now that the girls have left, I could probably open the door. <sighs> yeah.
2: Give <laughs> <laughs> me up, Scotty. Initially told police that he had gone golfing. That day, before remembering that he went to Berkeley Bay, inconsistencies in Scott's story has made police instantly suspect foul play and not trust this motherfucker. However, they did not treat this as a homicide investigation the first day. Please remember that Lacey and Scott were thought to be the ideal couple and Lacey's family trusted the slime bucket. Police asked Scott to take a polygraph test and after at first he was willing, but his whole family urges him not. to So he backs out. And this is a giant red flag to investigators. Police wanted to search his home, and he was okay with it, but he wanted to get approval from his lawyer. The police didn't want to hear back from the lawyer, and were just testing Scott, so they entered the home for a full-scale search. What if you're doing, like, a serious polygraph, and you're like, okay, this is for investigation, investigation. And then they're like, do you, fu- do you fuck with butt plugs?
1: Like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I'm on, the, I'm on the spot now.
2: I'm on the spot. Yes. No, no,
1: no. Dude. It's like they sell this is this is I'm not even fucking around i dude i've been so many times i've almost bought for this podcast they sell a kid's version of a polygraph test that you could hook kids up to that you could just buy dude how fun would it be to hook each other up to a polygraph and ask fucked up questions you know what, really what i mean fun. you find out a lot <laughs> all your suspicions are true. <laughs> true
0: Dude, what's crazy with this is investigators think this is crazy that he didn't want to take the polygraph, but it's really like, why would you take a polygraph if you hadn't done anything? You know what dude, I mean? Dude,
1: it's not, it's not just that, dude. Look at how many people have been fucking railroaded by the justice system. Dude, if you guys look at the Central Park Five, remember that story? Yeah. That, it's like on that, that Netflix movie, When They See Us. Dude, there's- Oh, that one, When They
2: See Us was fucking- Dude,
1: amazing. one of those kids went in- and he was going in with his friend for an unrelated incident who wanted to, like, he wanted to just talk to cops, but he was afraid to go alone. And while he was there, just with his friend, not even there to talk to cops, cops were like, hey, you look like a wanted poster we have. Dude, flash forward, you spend fucking 14 years in prison, dude, fighting for your life. Yo, fuck, I, dude, I don't blame him for being scared. Yeah, that's what I'm up. saying. Like, what's, yeah, totally.
0: what's the benefit? Like fucked up. I do also feel
2: him. like if you have nothing against you, then it's like, yeah, I'll take it just so I can get this off my back. That's like, the
0: flip side, but what's weird is because he agreed to it at first, but then they think it's fishy that he backed out, but maybe like somebody did. But his
2: family him was him. probably like, yo, if they like catch anything, they'll probably bust you. And he's like, okay, yeah, you're probably right.
0: I should yeah, back. so I don't know if it's fishy or not. Yo, let me take a photo of you guys real quick. Look cool.
1: Carter doesn't know what cool is. Hold on. <laughs> Hold
0: on.
1: Let me get the backwards hat. like Jake. Yeah. Car, can I get one of you just looking hard?
0: <laughs> okay. Fuck you. <laughs> Look hard, and then he just starts laughing. He just
1: turns his head. <laughs> Yo, you guys, I'm gonna be real with you. I know I'm fucked up, but I want another beer. <laughs> so Do I you guys like want? A, let's get another beer, Barry. <laughs> Ooh, dude! Oh, crack fun. it open, crack it open too, Carter. let going for the ball. Cheesh, Carter, I fucking missed you, dog. You're not. No, this dude, is fun. Carter's not afraid to die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that makes me feel bad. <laughs> I'm You're the guy that's back? not afraid
0: to die in this group. I'm ready to die. <laughs> we can see your crack. You got a quarter? <laughs> oh, a crack.
1: Ugh, don't you have an asshole crack? Don't you have an asshole crack? No. Yeah,
2: you do. What if I just, like, drop my pants and <laughs> there's no crack? I dude, I'm Kyle all <laughs> Dude, do
1: you want to know what's crazy? People talk about Kyle X.Y. about not having a belly button. Do you know that you can actually – it's absolutely 100% possible and people have that all the time really don't have a belly button? I'm looking this up. I need How? Because your body, what it does is it reforms the tissue and you become completely smooth down there. Like some people like bo- just
0: heals they had an umbilical cord, but it's yeah. just healed.
1: Yep, they so they're born. They weren't fucking created in a lab. They're not in the WB, Jake. <laughs> but they fucking their shit heals from the inside and then they don't have a belly button. All right, where the fuck are we? Card's young. Clinton's a pedophile. With you?
0: Yeah, right, dude. I guess <sighs> I guess Clint's only three years older than you. He, he didn't years. just knock the pedophile status. <laughs> He's just like, no, with
1: you? No offense, Carter. If I was a pedophile, I wouldn't fucking kidnap your ass. I'd save my oh, time. Man. I guess I'm in fun. I'm cute. <laughs> no, dude, you're a fucking giant. Look <laughs> at Yeah. yeah. You're like the f- last kid. Okay. Dude, I'm going have to just spend double you. on duct tape. You think I can afford that much duct tape? I'm living in my mom's basement, dude. I just became the manager at Chuck E. Cheese. Sorry. I'm having a good time. Dude, what Yo, time I'm is it? So much what time is it, dude? It's
2: eleven, eleven. Amber Frey, the woman who had been dating Scott, began to come suspicious that Scott had another woman in his life or was currently married. Amber confronted his ass. Scott told Amber he had lost his wife and this would be the first holiday without his wife. On January 17th, police became aware that Scott had participated, had two affairs before Amber Frey. That's right, folks. Three count them, three fucking fairs. That is damn near one for one year, one a year for every year they were married. He treated affairs like a flu shot. We <laughs> just no time banging chicks that are not his wife. Amber Frey, living in Fresno, had heard about the missing woman named Lacey, and she had even heard about a Scott Peterson. Her friends showed her a grainy newspaper photo, and it still didn't click. But did not put two and two together right away. During the entire search and campaign for Lacey Scott, made sure to stay in touch with Amber. After it was finally dawned on Amber who she was dating, she called the cops. Amber reached out to the police and was fully cooperating with investigators by December thirtieth. Scott had previously told police he had not had an affair.
1: Yo, yeah. yo, yo! I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> we're all drunk. I lied. I lied. Listen, I lied. We're gonna go ahead. We're, we're gonna finish this episode. So we're gonna we're gonna end the episode right now because we're fucked up. But we're, we're, we're not. S- why
0: are we ending it? Because
1: is this such a long episode? We, have-
0: we may or may not. We'll cut it. We'll cut depending it. <laughs> depending on how long this is after we cut it.
1: Before we go, we want to let you know that we have a whole other episode coming at you. Carter's taking an intermission from
2: Hot Girl Summer. Real hot girl shit. Hot girl as Meg, shit. As Megan LaStallion would say.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I like it. I don't so we want to say, follow us I on like
1: Instagram it. and on Twitter at Gucci's Podcast. I'm Clinton.
0: I'm Jake.
2: Carter. I All did right. not know we were ending. Every,
1: everyone be <laughs> and, quiet. Everyone be quiet, and we're going to start episode 31. Wait.
0: On. At the end of every episode, just like you guys know, if you've listened before, oh, yeah. if you haven't listened, we read a scary story at the end of every episode. So... Send us your scary stories. We will read them guaranteed.
1: Clint will suck your dick. Dude, I hope my boy Nick sends one. He has a one he's been talking about sending us for a while now.
0: We have a couple of people on the line writing. Did scary you know stories. we have the
2: lead singer from The Fray listening to this? And he is willing to send us a, story.
1: Uh, let's save a <laughs> life. That's
0: exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> hey, say anyway. All right, so here's, a... here's our scary story. And thank you guys for listening. When I turned 16 and got my driver's license, I felt like a man freed from prison. Any chance I had to get out of the house, I would take it. Hanging out with friends, getting food, or just cruising around for the hell of it. So it's not surprising that when my friend Sam, who lived maybe 10 houses away from mine, called to ask if I could hang out, I said, hell yeah, and I proceeded to drive the 10 seconds to his place. Sam's house was on the other side of the street from mine. So when I pulled up, I would usually park against the curb in front of the house, but technically I was facing the wrong side of the street. This was lazy, but it was in a pretty quiet neighborhood, so it wasn't a big deal. When I pulled up, Sam's dad came out of the garage, which is where he was usually at when he wasn't at work. We chatted for a bit, and then I headed inside to hang out. We ended up watching The never-ending Story, which is basically a story about a horse dying. It was a bad movie, but we had a good time making fun of it. Afterwards, we played Super Smash Brothers for a couple hours, and at this point, it was probably close to midnight. Sam's dad came into the room suddenly and told me that I had left my lights on in the Jeep. I was surprised, so I jumped up and said goodbye to my friend. I needed to get home anyway. Sure enough, when I walked outside, the lights of my Jeep were on, which is strange because it was still light out when I got there. Also, Sam's dad had been out in the garage with the garage door open, and I thought it was weird he hadn't noticed my lights were on until almost midnight. For some reason, I got the chills seeing my Jeep sitting there with its lights on in the dead quiet and otherwise pitch dark neighborhood. As I started walking, I noticed something out of the corner of my eye. When I turned, I saw an incredibly skinny tall figure. I immediately stopped in my tracks. Whatever or whoever this was looked very unnatural. There was standing a house down on the edge of the sidewalk with his feet right on the edge of the grass. The only thing in front of him was a dark yard and a fence, so I had no idea what he was standing there for. He never looked at me, but he suddenly turned away from me and started walking eerily fast. His movements seemed mechanical and twitchy. It wasn't walking like a human. The figure began to fade away in the darkness, he was walking the opposite direction of the lights from my car. I gathered my wits and ran to my car to turn it around so I could see what this thing was. But by the time I had turned around, it was gone. I had a hard time falling asleep that night. I was thinking about the figure and that goddamn dead horse. I heard my dad in the kitchen. He must have been getting a drink, I thought. But then I heard my door creak open and realized the tall, creepy figure had been heading towards my house the last time I saw it. Yeah, we... We don't have a scary story. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> All so right, we're right. gonna put it in. Though. Everyone, be quiet, and we're gonna just gonna start episode three. Are we gonna finish episode thirty-one? Yeah, right now. Yeah, we're just gonna be. Was just... this a plan the whole time?
0: Yeah, we didn't know for sure.
2: <laughs> <We didn't> know.
1: <laughs> All right, we sh- do we need should to be take quiet. A shot? Everyone, be quiet.